Good morning. It is December 28th, and this will have been my fourth attempt to bring this information to the public. And if you are a patron, you heard the garbled mess that the last recording was. We had a snowstorm that turned to an ice storm, and my internet said it was a little bit shoddy, but it didn't shut me out. So I thought it was good and it was not. So <laughs> we are now recording this um, and we have a snowstorm coming in two hours. And I thought that I needed to get on here and get this done ASAP. So December 28th, this is the big day that we've all really been looking forward to. We have Jupiter moving into Pisces. And if you listened to the yearly forecast, I talked quite extensively about Jupiter. Jupiter, in my opinion, is the thing to keep an eye on. I would check all of your Jupiter placements and your aspects, and I would look where this transit's happening in your birth chart, what house it's in, what it's against, what it's opposed to. So you digging into the Jupiter and you would be beneficial um, 100%. However, we're not quite into January yet, and so I want to really focus on these last few days of 2021 under Jupiter and Pisces. What I'm feeling um, is very different than maybe what I would, what I know. <laughs> so what I would know about the astrology of this week is very different than some of the feelings I've had come up. And I find that to be particularly exciting. At the time of this recording, the moon is still in Libra. Tonight, around 4, 16 p.m. Eastern, the moon was into Scorpio. I find this auspicious and exciting, right? Moon moves into Scorpio. Then around 8 p.m., we have Mars quincunx Uranus kind of peaking in energy, which is going to give us this um, really intense, maybe desire and need to like rebel, revolt, um, do what we want. Finally, gosh, darn it type energy. Um, and not wanting to do what other people are telling us and kind of getting mad, maybe feeling kind of caged. Um, and what you want to do is really think through why, right? The moon entered Scorpio and everything is real deep. And so you know, Mars is the ruler of Scorpio. And so there's a lot of strategy here that can be tapped into. And so get into some of that strategy with yourself. Why are you feeling this way? When are you feeling this way? When have you also felt this way? Who has done this in your life before? How did you feel about it? Really take time to process, really take time to mull over decisions that you feel must be made right away, right? Because we have Jupiter in Aquarius until Jupiter moves into Pisces around 11 PM. So I would really take note with anything that comes up today, Tuesday, December 28th, until right before bed on the East coast, I'd really find it all kind of suspect. I would dig into it. I would get intimate with it. I would look under the surface of it. I would not trust and instinct until we get a little bit more, um, <laughs> solid Jupiter and Pisces energy flowing. Now Jupiter, it enters Pisces 
until May when it moves into Aries and then it retrogrades and comes back in to Pisces around October 28th. So there's some dancing there that it will be doing with Aries and Mars. And so I find all of this quite auspicious, right? Because it will move back into Pisces under the watch of Scorpio sun. So I find a lot of this luminary action with Jupiter to be quite interesting. I would pay attention to it. Um, it's meant to be deep. It's meant to be emotional. It's meant to be intimate. It's meant to be, um, emotional, intuitive, connected. It's all there. So then come Wednesday, December 29th, we have Mercury conjunct Venus retrograde. A lot of us are already feeling this retrograde in Capricorn. It's, it's a doozy already. This Mercury conjunct Venus retrograde is going to make our connections really strong. I feel as if I should warn you, it's great for newness, right? It's great for creation. It's great for bringing things out of the ether and putting them into the earth, right? Venus is that earth element, that binding force. Um, ruler of Taurus, just really ripe, right? Energy. And remember our North node is moving into Taurus in 2022. So we've already got our eyes on Taurus and I feel like Venus is retrograding to go back over some connections and go back over our careers and our love and our beauty and our, our money. And um, so that we can hit that Taurus North node on the right foot. So I feel like this is a good time for newness and creation. If something feels stagnant, this aspect's going to feel really inflammatory. So stagnant energy won't feel supported whatsoever. <laughs> like if you're really wanting to like just lay around and do nothing, I would do that, but also try to find some way to create, maybe like lay around and crochet or sketch or journal or do something that brings the thoughts into the physical, it will be better for your energies, right? Than to feel all whipped up on the inside. Now towards like 7 PM on Wednesday, December 29th, we get Mars sextile Saturn, and this is going to last all the way till January 2nd. It's going to give us oomph. We're going to want to move. That's why everyone, everyone I talk to keeps saying, Oh, I'm taking the time between Christmas and New Year's to really just do nothing. And <laughs> I think I think that's great, especially if your whole life is very movement oriented and you feel like you need a break. But there can be ebb and flow of a day and you can make sure that you get your rest in and still do something that feeds your soul. You can be creative, you can get a project done. Um you can have deep conversations with friends that maybe you normally wouldn't have time for. You could look at some things that are structurally at the foundation of your life and make some tweaks and changes, right? This is, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't veg, right? I wouldn't numb out. I would watch it with those behaviors. And you want to um, understand that, you know, it like there can be waves and ebbs and flows and the tide can rise and fall and you can get plenty of rest and still have movement and be creative and, and utilize this energy wisely. Now come Thursday, <laughs> December 30th, we get Mercury conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. This is going to bring even more of that deep and intense thought into the mix. 
this is where I feel like if you haven't really taken the time to be creative or to be inspired or to do some projects, you may hit this energy on Thursday and feel like a huge pitfall. This is where I see the energy pitfalling. This is where I see things becoming self-deprecating. This is where I see things becoming a little bit ripe for discourse, um, division, right? It is something that could be very positive if you're willing to go deep and to think and to communicate and to talk about what's actually wrong and kind of get to the bottom of something. It's a good time. But if you're trying to just veg out and numb out and ignore the life you've built, it'll feel like a pit of hell on Thursday. It just, you're going to get out of this week, what you put into it. And so maybe if you have this time off of work, instead of planning on just doing absolutely nothing, maybe try to do some things off of a joy list, right? Maybe try to do the things that you never have time for. Maybe, you know, like I said, have those conversations with people you never get to have conversations with, um, heal relationships that you don't have time to heal in your walking life and, and really kind of put the energy in. And then you may hit Thursday and feel like, yes, this feels good. And you can dig to the bottom of things and you can make different choices and you can go into the new year really feeling quite supported. And then on Thursday as well, we get the moon entering Sagittarius. I love that the moon is going to be in Sagittarius on New Year's Eve and into New Year's Day. I think that the most exciting thing um, in, in the world is when we get these big like ta-da's from the universe. So I think that the fact that the whole world, right, regardless of whether we are talking about like some cultures use the lunar calendar and we, why do we use this calendar and why is this the new year and the Celtic new year is Samhain and um, we have all these different times and the winter solstice is really kind of like the new year, but we, you know, now we do meteorological winter and then this and that. It's all the calendar year, right? This is when the tiles flip and it's 2022. And the whole world has their eyes on this flipping of the calendar in this new year. So regardless of all the intricacies and how it might be regionally and what different traditions might exist regionally, when every person all over the planet is paying attention to one event, that has energy, right? That has magnetization. And so when we are doing something like that, and then the heavens are also doing something like that, it feels really significant and I get excited. So on December 31st, we get the close approach of the moon and Mars. They will be conjunct in Sagittarius and we won't get to see it in North America, but the moon, there'll be a lunar occultation of Mars. The moon will move in front of Mars. Fantastic, right? I love, there's so much symbolism to dig into into here, depending on what your connections are to both of these things, but you think intuition, emotion, feminine receptivity, yin, quelling yang, right? Um, That inner world kind of bypassing all the vitality and action, giving a reset, um, you know, water on fire. I just feel like it'll be a grand point of reset, I think that that is the word that I keep hearing, um, your energy systems. It'll be a good time to reset energy systems. I had to make a decision when I was building spiral for December. Did I want to do, um, like the previous month I included the new moon for the next month because it's such a tight shipping schedule. I didn't want 
to miss it. And I had to decide, do I want to focus on new years or do I want to focus on the new moon, which is January 2nd. And that's included in December's box. And I went with new years because of this moon and Mars and the reset that feels like it is coming energetically for the world. So then we have this massive reset underneath the guise of Sagittarius, which is all about learning lessons and movement and Jupiter and expanding, right? Jupiter rules Sagittarius 2020 is the rule of the year of Jupiter and blessings. And, and we are being carried into the new year by Jupiter, right? By way of Sagittarius. It just feels really great. I'm super excited about it. Then on Saturday, January 1st, the sun is trying Uranus, right? Get more creativity, more authenticity, we're getting, we're going to be within about two weeks ish, a little bit more than two weeks from Uranus moving direct. So there's going to be that time of, are you getting it? Are you learning? Pay attention right and around 6 PM on Saturday, the moon enters Capricorn and within Capricorn, we will have our new moon. So this is a very important thing to re- to really consider on January 2nd, Sunday, Mercury enters Aquarius and it'll stay there till January 25th. We have the sun semi-sextile Saturn all week long, which is going to give us that strong work ethic, that, that Saturn energy, the relationship to systems, discipline, structure, um, limitations, but also, um, you know, effort getting like the effort behind things, practicality. And so we have the sun semi-sextile Saturn bringing that energy to the mix. Then we have new moon, the first new moon of January, and it's in Capricorn. There's tons of reasons why I find this significant, um, but I'm going to stick to just a few of them. So we had the big Saturn square Uranus, we had back on Christmas Eve, Saturn is kind of in this space of just going through the ringer three times in 2021 with Uranus, having to fight for the systems of order that Saturn feels need to go into the future, having to change things up and welcome in new and fix the foundation. And it feels like there was a lot of work done. Now we're getting to the new moon in Capricorn. What is, what is the first thing you want to put on this strong foundation? And we have this to do on the second of the year, right? So if there's no cracks in the foundation, because we've been doing the work with the Saturn square Uranus, what do we want to first build on this fresh foundation, right? What structure can we give to our life based on this foundation we now have? And it's a great time to be thinking about this because we also have Mercury semi-sextile Jupiter, Jupiter's everywhere this year. And this is giving us a lot of blessings and a lot of positivity and a really good outlook, right? Jupiter is a boundary tester. It's a horizon maker, right? Not a horizon finder always. Sagittarius does the work of finding the boundaries, but Jupiter feels like a horizon maker, right? Like that it is where they say it is. We can expand as far, right? And so we want to look at it in this way of what else is possible and what awesome awaits us and get very Moana about it. Um, you know, looking out at that horizon and just knowing there's more out there, not, not knowing what, but just knowing there is. Um, with that mindset, 
we can do a lot of great building within this new moon in Capricorn. So those are things to pay attention to this week and things to dig into. And we will be talking. If you are in that tier that gets workshops, we have a workshop on Thursday all about different New Year's traditions all over the world and how to bring some of that into your own practical folk magic practice, um, how to dig into what your ancestors would have been doing at this time and honoring those customs and traditions and finding new ones and creating new ones that are all for you and becoming the ancestor you um, would turn to. So everybody have a beautiful week and I will talk to you Thursday.